Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. So if you've been paying attention to the news in recent weeks, you've probably noticed that there's been a big controversy about birth control, the Roman Catholic Church, what some folks call Obamacare or our national health care policy, uh, and uh, just involving every kind of uh, situation beyond that, like Rush Limbaugh calling a, a, a Georgetown University girl a slut and, and uh, the testimony of uh, religious leaders and all kinds of things. And I've received a lot of email about it. A lot of friends have asked about it. So I'm going to describe it just very quickly uh, in broad terms and just describe the core issues. Uh, the bottom line, of course, in America is that we have a lot of Roman Catholic Hospitals. The Roman Catholics have been wonderful in medical care. And in fact, really, it was the medieval church, which I realized was somewhat different from the Roman Catholic Church today, of course, but it was the medieval church that created hospitals. Um, and so, you know, thank God for the Roman Catholics. I was born in a Catholic hospital, although I'm not Roman Catholic. Uh, many, many of us owe a great deal to the great medical legacy of the Roman Catholic Church. So uh, the thing is, of course, that uh, those uh, hospitals, Roman Catholic hospitals, and of course I should say too, Baptist hospitals and Presbyterian hospitals, we all recognize those names attached to uh, medical facilities, um, that all of them have certain religious scruples. Uh, and when in this country you take federal money, federal controls and restrictions follow. That's part of the problem. And a hospital, almost by definition, is going to take federal money um, in every kind of form, but now especially with what some call Obamacare or our, our new national health care initiatives. Well, uh, one of the things that the Obama administration uh, required or requested, uh, insisted on actually initially, uh, was that all hospitals that uh, now, of course, governed by these uh, provisions, insistences, requirements, regulations of the new health care laws, uh, would provide uh, birth control uh, for, the, for, for those who, who requested it or needed it, and would even require RU486, which is sometimes called the abortion pill. Uh, it's an after-intercourse um, ending of pregnancy, uh, after-conception kind of pill. Well, uh, so this became an issue, obviously, and, and um, Mr. Re you know, one of my great heroes is uh, Cardinal Dol Dolan up in Boston, and he was outspoken against it. Many of our Roman Catholic friends uh, came out against it. And I know a lot of Protestants who began to have, uh, you know, began to act like they weren't caring about this. And, and here's the core issue. Roman Catholics, for the most part, uh, are opposed to the use of contraception. And Protestants, for the most part, are not. Uh, I don't mind telling you right up front, I have no problem with contraception. I think it's fine, you know, I, I think that God gives us certain processes and we don't want those processes to come to their full fruition. We need to do something that's moral, you know, to stop them. If you don't want to have babies and you do want to have intercourse and you're married, well then, you know, you need to use birth control. That's just how it works. And, and as a Protestant and as a former pastor, I have absolutely no problem uh, with birth control. But, the, but our Roman Catholic friends do. So even though I disagree with them, I recognize that this is a religious value for them. And the issue becomes not whether I agree with them or not, or you perhaps as a Protestant or, or perhaps as you know, some non-Christian religion or perhaps as an atheist uh, disagree with them. The issue is, in America, should a religious organization be required to do something contrary to its faith? 
You understand that this is not just something that Roman Catholics uh, kind of prefer people wouldn't do. This is actually a sin in the Roman Catholic belief system. This is actually wrong. So during the same period of time in which Barack Obama, our president, apologized for the accidental burning of Korans in the Middle East and expressed great respect uh, for the uh, Islamic religion, as he often does, as one of the world's great religions, that's fine. Um, the, the, the fact is that he then cut across the preference of millions of Roman Catholics in America and, of course, uh, the Roman Catholic Church as a whole. Now, I think the issue is going to be that eventually, probably, religiously based hospitals are going to have to move away from taking federal funds if this kind of federal control is going to uh, follow them, uh, follow those restrictions. But in, in the present situation, and by the way, I should say right up front that there's no question the Obama administration has changed its request in this area, although our Roman Catholic friends still say it's overly restrictive. Uh, we won't get into the details of this debate uh, in, in terms of the, the policy problems. The broader issue are the First Amendment moral issues. Uh, I'm of the opinion that even though I have no problem with, uh, with birth control, as I've said, and most Protestants don't, that a religious institution, particularly a religious hospital, should not be required to perform uh, abortions if it's opposed to their faith, should not be required to pass out birth control, uh, should not be required to give RU486, which is essentially... Uh, kills a fertilized egg in a woman's body. Um, th this is, you know, this is not anti-woman. Uh, this is not in any way an attempt to restrict a woman's prerogatives. Um, when that case is made, it says it's as though we're assuming that the Roman Catholic Church is the only medical provider in America. Um, if you do not wish to uh, go to a Roman Catholic hospital in America. Um, perhaps because if should uh, the view that I'm contending for become a reality, uh, they are not required to provide abortions, uh, distribute RU486, or, or distribute birth control. Well, there is another hospital down the road. Um, in the same way that there's another church or another restaurant or another service, uh, I don't believe that anyone is trying to be anti-women's rights, that anyone is trying to be in any way anti-women. Now, Unfortunately, and I'm going to talk about this in another podcast, uh, some of the things that have been said about some of the women who testified, Rush Limbaugh going off in this situation, have, bl have bloodied the waters or, or, or made the waters murky in this matter. But the reality is that according to our laws, according to our traditions, according to our constitution in the First Amendment, according to the great heritage in America of not requiring a religious institution to do what is contrary to its faith unless public safety is at issue. That's always been the ruling of the court. There's great body of law that contributes to this unless public safety is at issue. For example, sacrificing of animals or, you know, if a satanic cult wants to, you know, do something with human blood or, you know, or, or sacrifice a baby, obviously these things are going to be restricted. They're about the health and well-being of the citizenry. But to uh, not require a Roman Catholic hospital or perhaps a Baptist hospital to distribute RU486, commit abortions, or provide birth control is, is within the grand tradition of American uh, culture. It's in the specific tradition and the specific rulings of the court through the years. Um, and this would be a grand step forward for statism 
and against religious rights in the U.S. And Protestants ought to be concerned about this. Sometimes we get very sectarian about this and we say, you know what, I don't agree with those Catholics and so let them restrict it as they wish. But again, there's a connection uh, between all of these things. There's a connection between requiring a Roman Catholic hospital to distribute birth control when it's contrary to its faith and then on the other hand requiring, let's say, um, a Southern Baptist hospital uh, to commit an abortion when, or, to, or to offer abortions when it's contrary to their faith. So the line needs to be drawn very quickly. No religious institution should be required to compromise its own faith and values simply because it provides medical care. And the Obama administration has slightly modified its insistences. The negotiations are ongoing, but we need to keep an eye on this and we need to care about it. And by the way, um, as people of faith, and, and I believe me, I, I'm speaking broadly there and on purpose, we need to present a united front. When I, when I work to battle abortion in America, I will work with Muslims, I will work with Roman Catholics, I will work with anyone who's pro-life and against abortion. We're not going to church together or mosque together or cathedral together. Uh, we're trying to approach the government and say, back off. This is not your province exclusively. And I believe that we it's time for Protestants, frankly, to wake up and recognize that their Roman Catholic brothers and, sis, uh, and sisters are holding some moral lines uh, that we ought to join them in. So watch this trend. Vote accordingly. Be aware of the uh, consensus of the law down through the years. And be aware that there are very, very strong forces in and around our government trying to move these moral lines. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox Cable News and CNN, and a blogger for the Huffington Post. His groundbreaking books on faith and American politics include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Faith of Barack Obama, and the upcoming The Mormonization of America. You can learn more about Stephen at www.mansfieldgroup.com or connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell for Chartwell Literary Group. Thank you.